Harrison and I have had talks about squirting versus peeing, and it can be very confusing. Yeah. Um, because you've looked it up. I think we've all seen professionals. Sex worker. We all watch porn. <laughs> nice, nice, nice. Porn. And, and so, I love it. <laughs> and we've talked about like having our own moistures downstairs and being, I don't know, personally, sometimes I'm like, is that too much? Is that pee? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I'll go pee and I'm like, I peed. Yeah. I feel like I peed that in, but I'm in the camp that is moisture is not pee. That is a different. It's another fluid. There's something else that is. It could be. Yeah, it could very well be another fluid, and it's probably P2. Yeah. Um, Hello, and welcome to Adult Body Finders. Thanks for joining us. I'm Kirsten. And I'm Greenberry. We're here to learn about sex. Yes, we are. (laughs) We're super excited to learn what what is out there. What's going on? What is the sex? What is the sex? Please, we want to know more, and we want you to know more. If you are learning this for the first time, thanks for joining us. And if you're coming back, thank you so much for listening. Thanks for subscribing. You make us so happy. All of your support, we love you for it. (laughs) (laughs) And we're super excited today. Oh, my gosh. Yes. And I have wanted to talk to Grace for a long time. This is a humble brag, but I find uh, Grace is a friend. A personal friend, and I wanted to talk to Grace on the show since, especially since we, before we had the show. <laughs> you wanted to talk to her, That's I think, true. before before you even knew her. It's you wanted true. to talk to her. It's true. <laughs> she is. She's a fabulous actress, um, statuesque, stunning woman, and just kind. Like super. You're like, are you talking about me? <laughs> oh no! I was like, you're such a tease. They're not gonna get to see her, and here you're describing. This woman that they don't even get to see. <laughs> well, but for the audio listeners, this is what you need to know. And if and you don't get to see, you get to get you get to know what she looks like. Use these use these words to fill out your imagination, <laughs> out your imagination. of what she looks like. Exactly, and she's so kind. And I met her doing a play, and I did not know what her side projects were, but she was one of those people that you just want to be friends with, and we became friends, and then I learned about her work, and she's totally an open book, happy to talk about it, and is just, she's just open, and so I wanted to talk to her about this because uh, I don't know much about sex working, about being, you know, I, I learned from her about the girlfriend experience, which is being someone, being paid to be someone's girlfriend for a night, for a few hours, um, and she's she's taught me so much. She is the Hollywood escort, Grace Grable. I love that. Yeah. That's a, a beautiful name. It really is, and it really fits her. Have you ever done any... Um... Any sort of Sex like, <laughs> you know, little favors for a little bit of payoff, you know? Uh, yeah, I make coffee. <laughs> <laughs> I make coffee sometimes, and uh, that is like, I have to really act like I like people. <laughs> and they're not fun people, usually they are. Greenberry loves people. Not the people she's serving coffee to. Most people that I serve coffee to are real nuisances. If you've worked a customer service job, boy, do you know it. Mm-hmm. How about you? You ever served coffee? I have. I have served coffee. Is that true? I've also, I feel like there have been um, 
times when I've gone out on dates with guys mm-hmm. where it feels like, and this is not nice, but it feels like they buy you dinner and they expect something else. I feel like a lot of us have been in that situation. I know. But um, it's never been discussed before. Discuss it with her and let her know that she has to pay you back for dinner. <laughs> and then maybe it'll be cool. Maybe it'll be fine. Um, I've never felt, I don't remember consciously feeling that feeling. Um, I like, I was raised in like a Southern Baptist background. And so like the whole sex thing is kind of like a big thing anyway. So to like think that like going to dinner would be an exchange (laughs) to me would have been like, it's kind of like, you know, I'm thinking about dating and like how that, I wouldn't have even thought that. But I know that, I know, I know that people, like, talk about it, and I know that people have, women especially have felt like, oh, I went out with this guy, and now he thinks that he should get, and I think that there's no reason, like, you should never feel like you have to do anything. And some of this, I do think I put on the the date and put on the other person, where I was, like, because also just feeling guilty about stuff and being who I am when I was younger, where I felt like, oh, no. People pleaser. They spent so much money on me. (laughs) Ooh, gifts. I did not do well with gifts for a long time (laughs) because it felt very much of, like, I owe you something and I don't have money and I don't know. Not that I would go sleep with them, but I felt in that boat of, oh, no, do I owe you? (laughs) Yeah, I think I I know that feeling. Uh, I have a friend who we went to dinner, and she was married, and she, you know, but I didn't think that she, I always think, no, you know, you don't have money to just spend on other people, because I, especially in New York City, did not have money beyond rent most of the time. Like, like the meals that I got were from jobs that I had. Like, things were, like, I did not have extra money. And so I remember her offering me something. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go home. And I'm going to eat. I'm going to get home. And I felt, I I don't know when, if ever, I'll get to repay you for this. Uh So I can't take it. Um, So I know that. I know that mental hurdle of like, you you did this thing for me. Uh, I don't want to. Yeah. How do I pay you back? What am I supposed to do? What's my side of the deal? Yeah, I don't want that. Um, but I never felt that with dates. I was always like, oh, we want, we get to hang out. I mean, there's definitely when you don't have the finances to be like, oh yeah, you're going to take me to a show and I'm going to make you dinner at home. It's going to be pasta because I can afford the noodles. (laughs) (laughs) That's all I got. Pasta and water. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I do understand that, 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 you know. The feeling of like, I can't pay you. (laughs) What are you expecting here? Um, where are we even? What is even? Yes. And where does that and go? And it's funny, too. Like, probably those dates were, what, like a $20, $20 meal, maybe? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, like, I mean, $50 overall tops for the whole, for both of us, probably. But when you're, when you don't have that, it's such a big gift. Yeah, it feels like a lot. Yeah. And yeah. you're like, oh, very, very grateful. Then when you have it, you're like, oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. I had this friend, um, she was blonde, beautiful, and we would go to bars and she would get guys to buy her drinks. And I loved it because I was a friend. And so they would buy her a drink and me a drink because I was a friend. (laughs) And it was awesome because I was like, I don't feel like I owe anything. I'm not a part of this equation. So I get my free drink and then I'm out. And that's it. And 
I don't have to do a part of this. Even though I don't think anybody necessarily wanted anything back except for like a thank you yeah. or a smile. That was also, again, this is me, younger me, putting it on other people. Right. Being like, I owe you. Yeah. It's always you give one, you get one back. There is none of this you give and nothing back. Right. So, um, yeah. But recently I'm, I'm fine. We're give, growing up. You can give. <laughs> Now we're like, hey, give to our Patreon. Ah, <laughs> for show. Although you do get stuff back, just so you know, you get true. a lot back. <laughs> <laughs> but I think the whole point of this tangent is you don't know anyone sucks for anything, and you can always say no. But if you do want to have dinner and exchange it for sex, have talk, a conversation. Talk about it beforehand. Have a beautiful <laughs> conversation before you go out. But I am really excited to get to talk to Grace, so I think we should get over there and, like, get our questions answered. Yeah, stop talking to me. Let's get (laughs) talking to her. her. (laughs) All right. We have a guest I've been wanting on since we've started this new season, since we started talking about sex instead of just friendship. Oh, yeah. Early on. I think (laughs) even when we were talking about friendship, we wanted to talk to her. You just want to talk to her no matter what. She she loves you, Grace. (laughs) Yes. We well, have... thank you guys. Yes. It's a real privilege to be on. You're so sweet. Grace Grable, a uh, Los Angeles sex worker who last I know had a, you were a specialist in the girlfriend experience. Is that, is that fair to say? Yeah. Yeah. That's very fair. I would say um, uh, that's pretty much solely what I did for almost the majority of my time. Yeah, I would. I typically refer to myself as an escort. Um, okay. sex, sex worker is fine, but it just sounds like something like a cop made up or something. <laughs> it just sounds so clinical You're and like, oh. <laughs> so. Wait, are you a cop, Greenberry? What? <laughs> <laughs> okay, keep going. <laughs> So, uh, Grace, if you're on the video, Grace is an anonymous guest. And if you're on the podcast, well, then you get the full experience. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Grace, you're talking about the girlfriend experience. Can you clarify what that is? Yeah. um, So that does have a specific meaning to people in the know, if you will. It basically means you're going to get treated like someone who I really care about (laughs) to put it uh, very succinctly, but um, it doesn't really have um, a lot of menu meetings. Um, Some people say, Oh, it means that you're going to have a BBBJ, which is a bareback blowjob. Some people say it doesn't involve that. Um, Some people say it involves kissing. Some people say it doesn't involve that. I think it really just matters to the individual escort. Uh, She makes her own rules and they're usually on her website. So, <laughs> yeah. So you don't have to worry about like what you're going to get because typically she has it on her website so that uh, you don't have to talk about it in person. Oh. oh, what do you, do you talk to them beforehand and come up with some things that they want, don't want? Um, no, I never talk about it with potential clients um, because that would be something that would make me a little, little gun shy. Um okay. Yeah, so I would just say, check out my website. <laughs> it's got all the info you need. It'll answer all your questions. And if it doesn't answer a question, it means that I don't enjoy doing that particular thing and it's not going to happen. 
So yeah. if I were to say, Grace, do you do BBBJ? You'd go check out my website or can you tell me? <laughs> oh, do you mean, did I do? Yeah. Do I do, do I like offer it? I I'm taking a little break sort of from okay. escorting right now. So that's why I'm using the past tense if I do that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I personally do because it's something I enjoy. Nice. Um, not everyone does. There's ways to do it carefully and more safely. I won't say safely, but more safely. And uh, I've been blessed that I've never gotten an STD. Well, that, yeah. In, like six years, I think, about six years of, of doing escorting. Yeah. Are there certain precautions you take? Like you have to submit your records or um, anything like that before you guys meet? Um, well, the precautions are all on my end. Like I just assume that you have everything under the sun and <laughs> that you are completely unsafe. So I take all the precautions that everything is in my hands. Um, so I personally get tested once a month at uh, the Hollywood Free Clinic. What up? Yeah. <laughs> I love that place. I'm putting that in the show notes because yes. that's actually good for anyone who wants free testing. Thank yeah. you, Grace. Yes, absolutely. And they're just great, great people, really wonderful workers there. Um, I always used to go, okay, so the 21st, I would not schedule any clients because that would be the day I would go to get tested every single 21st of the month. And then I would go to Forever 21 and get a little treat afterwards. Oh, for, oh, for oh, <laughs> that's that's treat yourself after, yeah. And this is something that Kirsten and I have talked about personally about uh, um, STDs and shame. And I, oh, yeah. I think the reality is we all go, ew, STD, ew, germ, ew, it gross. But sex comes with risk it comes with risk in yes. every single way and that doesn't matter if you're working in as as a, not a sex worker because i'm not a cop oh. <laughs> <laughs> you can say sex worker it's totally fine <laughs> if you're working in the industry that provides sexual services or if you are just having sex even you know with your own partner because sometimes partners do things that you don't know about oh yeah uh, X calls them and says, Hey, I have this yeah, new. A new partner. <laughs> yes. So no one is truly immune from it. And I think yeah. that we can no. kind of bias if you're like, if you're in a monogamous, you know, world of like, well, I don't, I'm not really everyone. It's, it could be anyone has an STI. I mean, <laughs> yeah. not everyone you don't, but everyone. Yeah. Else. No, I just assume. Yeah. Just assume that they do and just take precautions into your own yeah. hands. Cause that's all you can do. Um, you know, anyone can fake, uh, letter saying you're negative for all kinds of things you know it's so easy to fake so <laughs> and, and if somebody does it's you know that's fine that's part of life and there are ways to protect yourself like you're saying and protect your partner and yeah exactly the shame thing I don't think it needs to be a shame thing it just needs to be a let's talk and protect ourselves or let's not talk right. and I'll protect myself <laughs> exactly <laughs> I am Grace Grable, excuse you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Grace, of course, I'm excited to talk to you because I, you're a personal friend of mine. And yeah. oh, bragging. <laughs> and I mean, I've always loved our talks because you're so open. So I want to hear Aww. your stories. I want to hear the fanciest hotel that you've had sex with in Los Angeles. Oh, boy. <laughs> no, um, no, go ahead. Yeah, I mean, I think I've, I think I've had sex in all of them. 
<laughs> Let's see, the Pink Palace for sure. Um, Beverly Hilton, or I guess, or whatever. I can't even remember it. I've been out of LA for for a few months now. Um, I don't know. I can't even think of all the names. That one on um, Santa Monica Boulevard. I I don't know. I can only think of their places. I don't know. Oh no. Was there anything about these places that like tickled you? So if if somebody said I'm whatever place you'd be like oh i love that place because it has balconies yeah i want to go to the beverly the beverly because they have a garden or whatever Mm -hmm. was there something specific about these places that got you excited oh peninsula that's that's the one the peninsula is one of my favorites um yeah yeah you know um i really also loved oh my gosh i can't think of it either shit anyway um, I don't think so, especially I was just happy when, you know, they have a five-star hotel like that. Um, yes. There's a handful of them, you know, in the city exactly. because it, it usually means that they're going to be nicer, be a little bit more respectful, treat you better. A lot of escorts say that they get treated equally fine across the economic spectrum, but I have definitely found the higher my rates were, the more pleasant the experience, the less hiccups, shall we say, <laughs> happened. Yeah. So. Yeah. A lot of life coaches will talk about their rates and, 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 and basically the investor is saying that they're making an investment in themselves. So the higher the bar, the more mm-hmm. that you're saying, like, do you, how much do you want this experience and how beneficial is it to you? And you set that by your rate. Yeah. You're talking about life coaches and how they set their rates or yeah, how much yeah, they feel they're worth and stuff. They tell you to set your rate. How um, they tell you to set your rate, but also how they set their own rates. Like if you want to coach with them, then they're like, oh yes, yes, I'm a $5,000 coach. But the reason why you're paying $5,000 is because you're getting $5,000 of benefit. Of value. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. Your value in a sense. And I understand, I grew up in poverty myself. So I understand that the, that the mental hurdle of like, not people, poor people aren't bad, but I did notice that when I said that I'm worth this much, that people also had invested that much money. So they treated me like they invest, they had invested something that, that translates. Yeah. I, I really think that has something to do with it. You know, uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> money and manners just seem to go together. This is just purely my own experience. You know, this is um, very controversial um, for sex workers, very controversial topic, but um, just my own personal experience, you know, money and manners do seem to go to- together. Let's see. So towards the end, I was charging a thousand an hour and mm-hmm. I've gone as low as 400. Okay. And there's a real, there was a real difference just in my own personal work, you know, across wow. those spectrums. So, but as far as what I'm worth, like it should never, ever, ever be based on what you feel you're worth. I think it should be based purely on like your, the amount of money you need every month to cover your everything, plus how much you want to put into savings, plus how much you want, you know, and then you just divide that by how many hours a week you want to work. And then there you go. You got your number and charge that. There it is. Yeah. Got to think of it as a business because it is a business. Oh my gosh. Yes. It's so <laughs> important. That that was one of the hardest things is because I never really had an assistant. Um, plenty of girls, especially in the like upper range of prices, um, have assistants. And so they speak with the assistant to schedule it and to do the reference checks and all that. Okay. And yeah. And that was when business grace had to come out. 
you know, and I had to be firm, very firm with most guys. But when you're actually on the date, you want to be just like laughing and casual and cute and funny and spontaneous. And, you know, you want business grace to be very far. (laughs) It was a little difficult having to separate the two. I almost sometimes thought of like having different accents and personalities and pretending I was a different person on the phone. I've always thought about that. I'm like, if I ever had to do my own accounting and my own like business side of things, which I guess I do, but (laughs) I would, I always wanted to have a different than you would have, you know, this is Kirsten. And then, well, that is, is Janet. (laughs) Janet. Yes, exactly. That's my assistant, Susan. (laughs) She's like this blonde Bob having middle-aged divorcee. Yes, she's jaded and she's pissed and she just wants to go. Yes, and she's no nonsense. Trust me, brother, you do not want to cross her. (laughs) All the Yeah, the accent was definitely, whew, he was, he was smoking. He was amazing. And we actually like talked for the first 50 minutes and we just had just so much in common. We were just like blabbing and having fun and jumping around on the bed and stuff and barely didn't even get to the good part, but, (laughs) but we made sure to get it in. So, (laughs) Did you see him often? No, I only saw him once. So, um, so. The the majority of of guys I only saw once. Um, I didn't really have a lot of regulars for whatever reason. There's not a lot of regulars. Period. Um, no matter what anyone tells you, <laughs> you know, it's like the whole appeal is for guys is that it's a buffet, you know, of women. Uh, so that's the yeah. whole thing. So if you get a regular, you know, I did have some, and they were amazing. And there was this one guy actually who would pay me in stocks. Oh. Yeah, he would pay me in stocks um, exactly under $10,000 each time in stock transfer because it wasn't, it was like pre tax for him and stuff. So it worked for him. And we would go to Hawaii together. We would go to New York together. We would go to Vegas. It was just like, he just wanted to like pay me a clump at a time and then just not worry about it, you know? That's awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. He was amazing. You got a whole experience out of that. It wasn't just just like go have sex and that's it. You got oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So these are married guys. They're like ninety percent married guys who are just lonely and you know just craving female companionship. 
And, you know, if they have a quote business trip coming up, then they want to take you on it. Scoundrels, <laughs> those married men. I hope they were telling their wives about this. <laughs> oh, yes. I'm sure they uh, <laughs> gave the wife the blow by blow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you say married and they're lonely. Well, mm-hmm. you know, if they're married, you wouldn't think lonely. What What's missing there? Is there... Oh, girl. Married people are some of the loneliest people out there. It's it's really sad. It's really sad, but it's true. I mean, you know, you can definitely be lonely in a, a room full of your family, you know? Mm-hmm. Do you, was there something across the board where you were like, oh, they don't talk or they're not around much? Or is there something that you're like? I, I, I have a feeling that Grace on these days are like, tell me more about your sad marriage. Right, yeah. <laughs> cliche is so true. It's so true that I definitely felt like a therapist, you know, at least 50% of the time. I mean, I was like, okay, if this is how you want to use your couple hours, great, you know? (laughs) true, because I know that's a, what is it called? Not a myth, a true myth. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Folklore? No, uh, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but they're, they're really not. They're, they're not used to people actually listening to them, you know, and just looking in their eyes and actually hearing them and making them feel seen and heard. They're, you know, guys need it as much as we do. And they just, they're not used to getting it. I mean, it doesn't come at home. It doesn't come in the office, you know? So I guess that's where I come in. Sorry. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. They, girl, they will tell me the craziest things that they will tell you just about anything because it's safe for them. They feel very safe and they know that it's not going to get around to any of their circles. (laughs) They they know that it's likely we'll won't see each other again, you know, so it feels very safe in that sense to them. Yeah. I've noticed I've actually done that a couple of times. I'm sure other people have too, where you're with a complete stranger and for whatever reason, you tell them more than you would tell your husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're, like, you're you're cool. I'm never gonna see you again. So I can tell you this crazy yep. thing that I don't tell anyone. <laughs> yep, it's true. It's true. And I drove for Uber too at one point, and that's exactly the experience I had with that. Oh with my that god, thing. are you my Uber driver? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Probably. Right. You would not forget it. <laughs> Uh, just quickly back to the vacationing and kind of those people that you did see pretty often. And it sounds like you, uh, maybe not the same person, but you did mm-hmm. have kind of intimate conversations. Yeah. Were you able to always keep it professional or did you have like love and heartbreak in some of these? Ooh, did you say I love you ever? <laughs> no, but I've definitely had guys be like, you know, I want to marry you on the first date and stuff like that. Um, I've had guys say it to me. I've never said it back unless that was their kink. Um, that happened actually a couple of times where, you know, they wanted me to pretend that we were married and on our honeymoon or something. And, you know, so I would definitely act along with that. And you were able to not confuse it. It was just, you know, you when you knew it was a job. It's a job. Um, yeah, I wasn't attracted to, you know, almost any of my clients. So, <laughs> so Jolt in Australia was unfortunately few and far between. <laughs> oh, 
I have to ask, uh, popular, made popular by Pretty Woman, did yeah. you actually kiss on the lips? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That's one of my favorite things to do. A hundred percent. Yeah, all that stuff, holding hands, massaging, you know, um, you just want them to feel really cared for and seen. Again, you know, it just all kind of comes back to that. So a lot of women um, have on their websites as something that's available, the PSE. Uh, porn star experience. And then that's that's something where you'll get a less personalized thing, but more like crazy wild in the sack, trying 30 different positions type of thing, you know? Um, so, so, and then that, that wouldn't involve like kissing and stuff that would involve just, you know, crazy hardcore stuff. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I hadn't heard of TSE. So um, yeah. going back to the girlfriend experience, would you end up doing any sort of like kinky stuff in the bedroom or was it pretty much missionary and, and somewhat tame? Um, it was actually, it's kind of funny, but it's actually pretty rote. It was actually pretty, uh, you know, thing one, thing two, thing three. Okay. Now we're going to do position ABC, you know, it was, it, was your, it was your standard. It was just your standard sex pretty much. If there was anything unusual, they would talk about it beforehand and I'm fine talking about it as long as nothing explicit was said. You know, I didn't want anything explicit in emails or over the phone before we met. Uh, we can talk explicit in person you know, after you're verified and stuff. But so sometimes they would be like, okay, I want this or that. And I'd either be like, no, or sure. If it sounded appealing, I guess. Um, yeah, I, I'm not a great submissive and I wasn't a great dominatrix. <laughs> so, so, um, I, I started off as that and I kind of veered away towards from that pretty quick. But I guess I was a great girlfriend. <laughs> have to, I have a question about the dom and the sub, but we will need to get your caller on. We do have a caller for you. Oh, cool. Yes. So we have um, a little community and we always like to bring in anyone who is bold enough to write to us specific questions and we let them come on and just fire away. Ask your I love it. I love it. Bring it on. All right. So this caller, their name is Minnie, and I'm going to get them on briefly. <laughs> Hi. Hello. It's Greenberry. Hello. And we have Grace Grable, the Los Angeles. Escort. escort. <laughs> <laughs> Minnie, can we have you say uh, escort, please? Just to make sure you're not a police. <laughs> that police can say escort too, but okay. <laughs> you guys are cute. <laughs> All right, she said escort. I think that means that she is not a cop. <laughs> it's okay if she is. <laughs> I ain't going to get arrested today. <laughs> Welcome, Minnie, to the show. We are excited to have you here, and we are excited to hear your question for Grace. Hi. Yes. Um, I, I was just wondering. Um, so my partner was with sex workers in the past, and I'm just concerned that they might go back, you know? So what, what does that usually look like in your line of work? I did not catch her question fully. So basically, her partner uh, was with a escort in the past, uh -huh. and she's wondering if that's something that's going to happen again. Is that Ooh, I don't know. 
how strong is your relationship? I mean, um, if, if you guys are tight, it generally doesn't happen. You know, it generally happens to the long marrieds, you know, married long time, lonely, don't talk, you know, do you communicate with your, um, is it boyfriend or spouse or girlfriend? I don't know. <laughs> it's my boyfriend. Um, I'm just worried that like after that experience, I'm not going to be enough. You know, because, oh. you know. Oh, gosh. Do you have a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey, I am sure you are enough. I'm sure you are enough. And escorts are do not have perfect bodies. Trust me. I do not have a perfect body. Um, I do not have a perfect, perfect face. We don't look as good as we do in our pictures online in case, like, you saw an online picture of her and we're, like, I don't know if it got to that point. But, um, oh, my gosh, I'm sure he's attracted to you. Oh, that's very sweet of you. I'm just, I just, I guess I'm just worried because like that experience can be wonderful, like because there is more experience there. And I just want to make sure that I'm like keeping my man. <laughs> yeah. That's interesting that he opened up enough, you know, to share that with you. That already tells me that you guys have a pretty tight relationship. Um, was it someone he saw on the regular, like at least once or twice a month or um, just once or? Um, I think that it was just like a, a, a boys weekend, you know? Uh-huh. So like a once and done thing kind of? I, you know, I, I don't know if he's being honest about it being just once. Yeah. Do you know how far in the past it was? Um, a couple months ago. It was before we started dating, but we've only been together for like three months. So you've been together for three months and it was a couple months ago? <laughs> well, it was like six months ago. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay. Um, dude, yeah. I, I like so wouldn't worry about it. Maybe he's trying to tell you that he has a little bit of a fantasy regarding that though. Hmm. Should we think about that? He might you know, enjoy the fantasy of you knocking on the door, you know, in your stockings and garter belt and uh, being like, hello. I'm so glad you made it here. <laughs> You're right on time. <laughs> et cetera, et cetera. I don't know. Just a thought. <laughs> I have never thought of it that way. But that honestly, that sounds like fun. Um, but also very challenging. <laughs> Okay. That was, that was my thought, Minnie. Have you ever done anything? Like, have you wore lingerie personally? Like, not even with this partner, but is that anything that, like, is that horrifying you? Like, maybe. Um, I, I'm not opposed to it. Like, I'm not super out there sexually or anything like that. Like, I'm not overtly, like, yeah, you know. <laughs> Are you interested in some of this stuff? Maybe play around a little and see what, what happens? I mean, it, I I think that what it what it really comes down to for me is that I'm just intimidated by like all of it because it all's a little out there, you know. But Fine. I wouldn't be opposed with like the right support. Fine. You're talking about over the course of the whole weekend. If I heard you correctly, you said it was over a boys' weekend. Yeah. Do you do you know what went on? Did he like share details or? I no, guess it was like somebody's bachelorette party or bachelor party or something like that. And did he let you know if like they went all the way or anything like that? Or did he say, uh, I saw a sex worker at the end? He was honest about it. They had like hired a couple people for the party. Okay. Um, and so it, like almost everybody got their own person, like if they were interested in that. Dang. Um, you like the party? <laughs> yeah, right. But it just, I, I, 
don't know. It sort of it sort of weirds me out to like know that he's been with somebody that's that experienced and like I don't know. Yeah. I I think Grace is on to something of he's telling you this for a reason and it sounds like maybe he might have an interest in it and but that's something I would talk to him about and see if he's interested in a role playing type of game or or if there's something specific like maybe it was that she dressed up or maybe it was that she spanked him or I don't know, but maybe there's something there. It sounds like he's bringing it up to you for a reason. And maybe that, or that some more digging it on could just part. be like, he's talking about his past and it doesn't mean yeah. that at all. I mean, sometimes people, you know, it doesn't mean that he's trying to tell you that he wants you to be what that experience was. Um, you know, is he, is he your first lover or, uh, he's he's my first like long term lover. Okay, and long term is like three months for me. So that's like that, I guess that's where the intimidation comes in, right? Is because yeah. I don't have as much experience in long term situations. So well, I think one of the the big things about we've always found with relationships, it's the communication, and so talking is going to make you guys kind of like Grace was saying. That's going to make you guys closer. The fact that he opened up, yeah, and talked yeah. about. That's a I'm, right there. I'm kind of amazed that he opened up about that. Honestly, yeah. like a lot of guys wouldn't. Um, can you say anything more about that? Is does he typically is he a very open person with you? Well, we brought up the topic of of past experiences and stuff like that, and mine was obviously very short. Um, and then he was like, "Well, I want to be honest and upfront about this. I don't want you to feel like I'm going to be cheating." I sort of. I don't know. I don't know in my mind or in my experience if that feels like it's something that will continue on or could continue on because you have that experience mm. with a with an escort. <laughs> I think I, mean, I know for me that'd be a great question for him. Yeah, I think it's human, and I. And, but I think that the best thing is, and it is a new relationship. And the reality addition thing that we we preach it, but it's also like we know it's freaking hard. It's hard to bring yes. up anything. Yes. So like a lot of things that we've heard, like people kind of like, you know, if you do want to be like, like, hey, what do you think about me getting some lingerie? Do you find lingerie sexy? But, or and eventually saying, you know, hey, I'm so happy that you told me about that experience. I'm going to be real with you. I have these fears <laughs> and give him the yeah. opportunity to at least like give his perspective on it. And also what you're talking about too is feeling it, it sounds like there's a little bit of insecurity in the relationship which is totally fine it, it's new and even if you've had a long-term relationship there's insecurity mm -hmm. oh and yeah so securing that relationship emotionally having these conversations so you can feel secure and and he can i think it's beneficial i think so too i think that that's definitely the route that i need to go um thank you so much you're welcome and i just want to add that i actually told Every guy I was dating while I was an escort, I told all of them um, after a certain amount of time. So, and then we continued dating after that, you know, with all of them. So you'd be surprised at how open-minded guys are and how they just love our bodies and <laughs> they just love us, honestly. So 
I don't know. I would say, yeah, communicate with him and and just just try to relax a little bit about it because maybe it wasn't such a hot experience for him. Who knows? You know? Yeah. Maybe he was intimidated. Maybe she rocked his dong and, she, and he's like, oh, geez, I'm not ready. Too much. Too much. <laughs> yeah. What do you do? You rock it better, baby. <laughs> this is true. This is true. Guys can get intimidated by women's sex lives just as much oh, as we sure. can. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think finding that of also, you know, how you rock his world. It will be really helpful in securing that, making you feel more secure and all that. And that's going to come through talking and yeah. playing. And just from talking to you now, I say you rock, Minnie. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. I really do appreciate all the advice and the help. It was eye-opening. Absolutely. We always appreciate anyone who calls in. We know it's very scary and um, you never know what you're going to talk about and what direction it's going to go into. So we yeah. appreciate, especially yes. being vulnerable in a fresh relationship. So good luck with yeah. your boyfriend. Yeah. <laughs> and fingers crossed. <laughs> Thank you so much, Minnie. Thank you. Bye. Oh, Minnie. She's so cute. That. Yeah. <laughs> and that can be intimidating. I'd be intimidated if somebody came to me and, um, you know, in my past, I had, I mean, I have been intimidated by partners that have been like, in my past, I've done some Meanwhile, crazy you're wild like, I love hearing about it. Tell me more. Tell me more. Oh, okay. By Betty Big Lips. <laughs> I usually am like, oh, I haven't done that, but yeah. Okay. <laughs> I'm game. Let's play. <laughs> <laughs> That's an awesome yeah. attitude. I've been thinking about it for 16 years now. Yeah, you had a girlfriend in fifth grade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you never kissed, but you you touched hands. <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I actually, you brought this up, Grace. You had um, real relationships outside <laughs> of your um, girlfriend experience. Mm -hmm. and, and you told them and they didn't melt down <laughs> quite the contrary no they seem to all be pretty open-minded guys to start off with actually yeah. <laughs> maybe that yeah. had something to do with it i Probably. tend to go for kind of neurodivergent guys anyways <laughs> but um i yeah i just had a great experience with each of them they were just so open-minded about it and um if anything seemed like okay whatever about the whole thing so Wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. I'm, I'm surprised. I feel like I'm, I've also dated more, um, jealous guys. Caveman. <laughs> <laughs> She's a caveman. I used to date caveman and they would be like, I caveman, no sex, but me, me yeah. sex, no you. Be able to uh, have all the sex, but don't ever have the sex. <laughs> well, even I've talked to Greenberry about this. I've had, uh, I've been with guys where I've done well in the bedroom and they basically have shamed me and been like, Oh, you oh. must've had sex with so many people because you, Oh God. So you are a possession to them. Okay. I see. Oh, yes. <laughs> <That is great. laughs> great. So they were exes. Okay. That's oh, good yeah. to hear. Kicked him to the curb. Awesome. If you're awesome. Listening, do not do that to a woman. No one likes it. We will make fun of you. <laughs> <laughs> After 20 years of shame, not around. Okay, maybe not. Really, but it feels like 20 years. It doesn't <laughs> I know what you mean, girl. Yeah, I'm staring. I'm staring down 39 this year myself. I'm like, whoo. <laughs> <laughs> 
yeah. and that stuff from when you were young hangs around and mm -hmm. it's really annoying and you know better but it doesn't i mean it still sticks it but it'll still, still pop its ugly head up and you're like oh get away i'm trying to grace you mentioned you aren't great at being submissive and you weren't a great dominatrix. <laughs> nope. <laughs> neither one, neither one. Do you, want, do you want to talk a little bit about like some of your dominatrix things, like dominatrix failures? <laughs> failures. Oh my gosh. Um, you know, towards towards my I had a recent-ish experience where it it was horrible it was so bad I actually left before it was really over <laughs> and I was just like apologizing and he was fine but I just thought it went horrible um I don't remember too much of the details unfortunately I wish I could if I could I would tell you but because honestly I'm before every single date I would usually have a shot or two of kettle one <laughs> So, so um that uh does uh works wonders for the old memory in your 30s <laughs> but, but so i don't remember a whole lot of the details but um he wanted someone you know dom uh domineering just yeah, one of the yeah. dominatrix thing yeah i i i was just rusty i guess i don't know yeah and you felt like <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm gonna go. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of like that. It was kind of like that. Um, there was only one time I actually gave a guy his money back and was like, sorry, and faked an emergency call and stuff like that. And started crying like, oh, my aunt in Pennsylvania or something. And that was because I like couldn't stand him physically. <laughs> Like he wasn't, he wasn't even like, you know, that like ugly or overweight or whatever. He was kind of normal, but like there was, the vibe was just off. And so we didn't really, we, we started getting into it and I just couldn't. So, but that only happened once. <laughs> and with the Dominatrix guy, I ended up taking all the money with me. <laughs> I love this because you are a professional escort and I love to hear every the humanity of you're a professional and you still have those like like a like a like an nfl athlete like sometimes you drop the ball sometimes it's like oh yeah you're not yeah. on your a game and and that one the one you were talking about the one that you gave him his money back that sounds like an instinctual like yes danger. Yeah. it was it was more like i would love to be more spiritual i'm working on that but it was more like some kind of vibe i got honestly mm -hmm. than anything else i just thought ick honestly i just my whole body kept saying ick and i remember my stomach was kind of tightening up and yeah. i was just like okay i'm gonna listen to my body on this one Good. yeah <laughs> I, I found um i have a ex-boyfriend who was not particularly nice to me and i i She's got a type <laughs> i got a type oh boy and i found that people who have the same sort of posture as him and somewhat of the same body shape i i, I cringe when i see them and i oh wow if people look like him i i it makes me sick to my stomach and i mm -hmm. can't talk to them or i don't want to engage with them or anything i feel scared and i'm sure the people are fine I'm sure is there abuse in this relationship uh not physical not physical oh, okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. but any kind of abuse can make you have the cringe factor yeah. for future guys who remind you of him, I'm sure. Yeah. So I could understand that, that in a, depending on situations for me, I know those guys are not necessarily bad guys. It just, it triggered something in me and I can't, 
can't do it. Yeah. Sorry, you have the same body type as a bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> they probably take that as a compliment, knowing guys. <laughs> a bad boy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you don't have to name names, but have you shared an evening with a famous person? Oh. Um. Well, semi-famous, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um. I knew of his name because I'm an actor or I was in the time in the industry in LA, you know, and he was definitely in the industry. <laughs> he was, um, yeah, I don't want to say his name, but <laughs> what can I say about him? I don't know. Um, I'm not sure everyone would, would recognize him, but anybody who reads like, you know, the trades, uh, trades thank you, yes. variety and stuff okay. would, would know of him. Oh, starstruck. Oh. <laughs> but actually, you know what? It was funny because he was actually really good. He was actually one of my really, really good looking clients. And he was actually really good in the sack. And I don't believe I've ever squirted, but I came this close to squirting. I swear to God. His finger game alone did it. <laughs> Why, how do you know you were about to squirt? Because I, okay, so I had been trying to squirt for a while before this, right? Reading up on it, YouTubes, whatever. And um, there's actually this hilarious YouTube where this guy uses a mannequin and like shows you how to try to make your girl squirt. But um, it's like this mannequin with completely like rubber flesh-like, you know? Yes. <laughs> it was hilariously lifelike. But um, so I was like, we were watching the YouTube together. And I was like oh. trying to, you know, help and I could feel like the feelings that, you know, if you read about like how to squirt, they talk about feelings like you're going to have to pee and how it's like this fullness kind of more below your um, kind of in the taint area, more yeah. below your vagina. And um, so, yeah, so it almost happened. I don't know why it didn't. I forget what the problem was there, but <laughs> but I almost did. And to this day, I still haven't, but it's still uh, it's still a goal before I die. Damn it, on the fucking list. have to call him and hire him now. Yeah. <laughs> no, dude. He was one of those guys where I was thinking in my head, like, oh my gosh, can I pay you? <laughs> <laughs> I never did. Never said that, but you know, I was thinking it for a bunch of them. <laughs> Kirsten and I have had talks about squirting versus peeing, and it can be very confusing. Yeah, um, because you've looked it up. I think we've all seen professionals, sex workers. We've all watched stars. porn. <laughs> nice, nice, all nice. Porn. And, and so, I love it. <laughs> and we've talked about like having our own moistures downstairs and being. I don't know personally. Sometimes I'm like, is that too much? Is that pee? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I'll go pee, and I'm like, I peed. Yeah. I feel like I peed that in. But I'm in the camp that is moisture is not pee. That is a different. It's another fluid. There's something else that is. It could be. Yeah, it could very well be another fluid. And it's probably pee too. Yeah. Um, like, like I've heard that 99% of cases you do pee a little bit too. Yeah. And as well as, you know, the, um, uh, I think it's called the Garolin spot or something. Like there's the G spot and then there's this other spot. No, yeah. Brendolin spot. I don't know. I forget what. <laughs> I should know my own anatomy better, but um, yeah, he was in that Brendolin spot or whatever. <laughs> well, talking about, you know, talking about like this, the, the, the knowing your body better. I definitely remember myself in a, in a sex ed class 
they literally had like it was it was a video shown to us in college not in high school and it was about like basically like taking i'm teaching you all now taking the finger and basically like like you're like saying come here oh yeah inside the vagina like, yeah. Oh, yeah not like not like a hook but you just like you're <laughs> rubbing it you're not like hooking oh. it like a gd fish right thing. and then and but then you're rubbing you're that texture area <laughs> We basically, we've been talking about like this moisture. We had a guest uh, a while back that was talking about like his experience with moisture. And we're like, number one, it's going to be wet down there. So if you like women, like be ready for whatever the right is. And we should Google what the heck is it, what it is. Because I don't think it is. Yeah, I don't know what the fluids are all supposed to be. And I don't know what the science, actually, I'll look it up. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, let's see if I can find that out. We can maybe answer that. We can put the final final stamp on it. So maybe squirting is also some urine. I don't know. Urine in there. Yeah, I I feel like it's probably going to involve some of that. <laughs> I mean, that's what they say, you know. Yeah. Well, I've I've heard mixed things, and I know for me personally, I'm like, please don't say I'm peeing on you. That kind of kills it for me. <laughs> yeah, that's I not hot. Longer term. I know, I know, but this is. But I'm glad that Matthew was like, yeah, it shouldn't. It doesn't matter. Like, if it, it doesn't matter because the reality yeah. is, what if it is a little pee? So who cares? Just put a tarp oh, down and <laughs> go to town. <laughs> I shake. They don't always wipe themselves off completely. There's also some pee in there. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. <laughs> Get all those nice fluids all mixed ah, up in there. Ah, that's that's I sex have a answer. Oh, WebMD has spoken. We are getting scientific now. Squirting refers to fluid expelled from the vagina during orgasm. Not all people with vaginas squirt during orgasm, and those who do may only squirt some of the time. This type of orgasm includes includes a rapid ejection of urine from the bladder. WebMD has yep. spoken. Oh. Boom! There you go. Wow. She has spoken. (laughs) Yes. Squirting sometimes also involves secretions from the skein's gland. Is that the gland you were thinking of, Grace? Yeah. Say it again. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Sounds about right. Glands are sometimes called the female prostate because that's yes. the thing that you were touching whenever right. you hook in. Like, don't hook, but like, right. massage. don't hook it. Because <laughs> you know how it's textured, okay, you guys? You know how it's textured when you do that? Yeah. When you do that finger thing? That yeah. texture, I think, is that textured area, that spongy textured area is wow. is right around. I think that might be it. I mean, either right. that or it's real close. They, they just said it functions like the male prostate, which you always hear about making a man come with his b-hole. So, fellas, if you want to think, get ready for urine. WebMD said there's some urine in there. Case closed. The dong. And it's okay. <laughs> yes. That's the main thing I think that, because I know I've I've had that experience too where I'm like, is that pee? And they're like, oh, pee. Oh, pee. I'm like, and they're I, like, great. I never want to come again. Yeah. I, yeah, like, yeah oh my gosh. Like, Those guys are pussies. I didn't, I didn't feel, I wasn't like purposely like being like, I'm going to piss on you. You know, or like, you know, and I, and I remember going to the bathroom and, you know, afterwards so i was like maybe it wasn't pee but i uh, i don't know <laughs> i don't know i'm not a doctor i'm just squirting <laughs> yeah so let's let them pee <laughs> let them pee i mean pee has a very distinctive smell too okay and and our fluids have a distinctive smell so and those two smells are quite distinct from each other i think so it didn't smell like a big bag of piss yeah. So f you guys. Let yeah. me get Oh my gosh. <laughs> I know. Guys, grow up. Put a tarp down and go to town. Yeah. <laughs> yes. 
Grace. <laughs> I also love because we can't we can't see Grace, but she's like such like the sophisticated, right? tall, like she is classic Hollywood. Oh, I imagine just like this Audrey Hepburn, yeah. like you know, pearls and all, <laughs> and, and just talking about squirting and peeing yeah, and all the top down. Who who me, Audrey Hepburn? Yes, yes. Oh, girl, I am much more like Sophia Loren, trust me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm kind of built like a brick shit house. (laughs) You are hot. Oh. Well, thank you. Don't forget to check out my OnlyFans. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It is the time. We are getting towards the end of our talk. So we will be wrapping up. We're wrapping it. Boo-hoo. I know. This was so fun. Thank you. It's been such a blast. I mean, we're going to be thinking about this tonight. I mean, forever. I mean. In bed. What? (laughs) As you should be. As you should be. (laughs) Is my peeing or squirting right now? (laughs) Um. Well, thank you all so much. If you're watching, thank you for watching. If you're listening, thank you for listening. Uh, and thank you so much, Grace. Thank you for being our guest and for being so graceful and so free. You are this. so welcome. You are so welcome. And don't forget to escort your friends, lovers, and others over onto this podcast. Yes. Oh, I love you it. You heard it from the Los Angeles escort herself, Grace Grable. and if you want more information about what we've been talking about we mentioned a few things i can't remember what they are right now but that's okay all gonna be in the show notes yeah check them out and you'll get all that information there also along with it you will get our our patreon information because we are looking for some subscriptions keep this podcast going we need some monies to money makes the podcast world go round that's right money makes it blow up in 2023 baby yes, that's right that. and because you value value us right, right? <laughs> yes we have a value we you can find it on patreon we value ourselves like grace was telling us your value is not your finances but we, if you value our show and you want more and more and more, I mean, we got to have money to make it happen. I want more. That's all I know. I want more and more and more. Yes, yes. yes exactly. <laughs> um, and you know, if you're not already subscribing, you better subscribe because we hit you every other Wednesday. We pump your ear with a new episode, a new guest, and they're always phenomenal. I mean, you can't always be Grace Grable, but hey, you got to tune in to see who we get. Oh, yeah. They are doing the humping and the pumping. <laughs> yeah. Hump, pump, and make your lady squirt all the <laughs> And don't lump. dump. <laughs> and don't dump. Don't dump. Unless that's your thing. Unless that's your and thing. And you communicated that with your partner, then you dump all over the place. <laughs> Uh, well, thank you all again. Thank, thank you, you, Grace. Bye. 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 Bye.